Porn Free Radio, episode 73, 10 Porn Free Hacks for Summer. Let's do this. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, get hope, and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, coach, and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. Well, welcome back to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast for motivated guys who want to go porn free. And in this episode, we're talking about summertime. And summertime is an interesting time. Now, I know some of you guys are in different Uh, Parts of the world, you know, we have some Australians who listen, New Zealanders, we got some people in South America who listen, South Africa, and I know you guys might be at a different season in the year, like it might be colder there, it might be uh, just a different season, Uh, but what I'm talking about specifically uh, is what happens in the West and specifically in the U.S., Uh, Around summer, there is uh, a couple of things that happen, and we're kind of almost conditioned to this uh, because of our upbringing. Uh, We have school out for the summer. So all through primary school and secondary school, um, we got off the summers. And and so what's happened is people typically go on vacation. um, Even businesses change their work hours during the summer. I know in Europe there's holidays and holiday time, and uh, in, in the U.S. we do things like some some businesses close on Fridays or you get half days on Fridays. So there's just a lot more time off. Um, people go on vacations. People take family vacations. People travel. Um, there's a number of things that happen. There's a number of big holidays. We just uh, passed a holiday this week, Memorial Day, which was Monday. And uh, that's a holiday where everyone in the U.S. is off. And so let's see. We, so we got some big holidays. Um, we have time off and people just instinctively take time off. So what does that mean for us? Well, because of the way that we celebrate holidays, because of the way that we do vacations here in the U.S. and we do time off, it adds uh, to our schedule a lot of unaccountable time, a lot of time when we're out of our schedule. And also it creates sort of an environment of, of um, just feeling kind of off, feeling kind of relaxed, wanting to just take a break. And if you know anything about listening to Porn Free Radio, if you've listened to any of the 72 episodes before this one, when we guys who struggle with porn, when we start to feel like, hey, we can let our guard down, hey, we can cut loose, take a break, no one cares, no one knows about our schedule, when we start getting in that mode, guess what happens? We go back to the porn. And so this episode is all about some some basic porn-free hacks that, um, uh, that we can um, put in place for this summer so that we can stay porn free. Now, if you've heard some knocking of my mouse or the microphone, I wanted to share something that happened to me on Friday. This is very timely in times of summer. I'm on a softball team uh, in the, in 
in my town here. And um, let me t- make a long story short. I um, went to tag a guy out. Ball came in. Uh, I put the tag on the guy. And he ran through my tag. Uh, I held on to the ball so he was still out. But he broke my hand. So I have a hard cast on my right hand, the mouse hand. Um, So I'm fumbling a little bit with the mouse and the microphone and other stuff. So if you hear any knocking or you hear weird noises, it's because I'm struggling. Um, This is actually kind of funny, but one of the reasons I thought about doing a summertime episode was, you know, for the last couple days, I've had to realize, man, my summer is going to be different than I planned. Um, because I had planned to be on the softball team. I had been doing some biking over the summer, planning to do some biking, and I really can't ride a bike right now, and I obviously can't play softball. So I'm having to readjust some of the things I plan to do this summer for self-care. And it's a little disappointing um, because I was looking forward to some of these things. So that's what got me thinking about doing the porn-free hacks for summer is I'm planning my own summer and thinking about what I'm going to do recovery-wise this summer. And because of this disappointment with this broken hand, um, I'm having to figure out what to do next. So that's kind of the impetus of it. So before we get into, uh, it's actually 10 porn-free hacks for summer. Before we get into the 10, I just want to give you an opportunity to hear about Sprint Coaching Sprint Coaching is my one-on-one coaching program where I work with you to develop a strong plan. Now, we're talking this entire episode about summer, and we'll talk about um, your schedule. We'll talk about being intentional. I don't want to give too much away, but we're going to talk about planning things you can do to protect yourself over the summer. And one of the most powerful things you can do if you want to up your game in terms of your plan, if you want to up your game in terms of accountability, is to work with a coach. So with that in mind, I created a special three-month package for sprint coaching. That's one-on-one coaching with me. And it's designed to help you get a strong plan in place this summer. So if you're interested, go to pornfreeradio.com coaching, pornfreeradio.com coaching, Fill out the application. We'll have a quick call in the next week and we can get started. So go to pornfreeradio.com slash coaching and do it today. All right, let's get into these porn-free hacks, top 10 porn-free hacks for the summer. The first hack is is actually more of a mindset, Uh, but I want you to memorize this phrase. When you're off you're not off. Okay. So I'll tell you where this came from. I used to uh, lead a group at church and I was the leader, right? I was the, um, the, the main person who led and, and, um, um, and, uh, you know, summers though were hard for me, uh, because I wouldn't have the community of the recovery group. Even though I was the leader, I didn't have the community. And one time, it was the last night, a woman who was in the group gave me a letter, like a, you know, a card thanking me for my service, thanking me for helping with this support group. 
and she signed she wrote at the end of the the uh, uh the note that she said when living waters is off that was the name of the ministry when living waters is off you're not off and what she meant by that was just because we're not meeting doesn't mean that you can just go on a moral vacation doesn't mean that you can just uh, feel like you're alone and isolated and just go back to your old habits. Just because we're not physically meeting doesn't mean the things you're committed to are off the table. So, so follow me here. When you're off, whether it's off of work, off of school, whether you got a holiday, when you're off, it doesn't mean that you can let your guard down. It doesn't mean that you're entitled to just kind of go on a little moral vacation, or in this case, maybe an immoral vacation, okay? What it means is that sense when school's out, when work's done, when you got a day off, when you're on vacation, it doesn't mean you can let your guard on, guard off, guard down, Blech. Boy, I'm having trouble. I think it's my my hand. It's it's causing my uh, brain to malfunction. When you're off, you're not off. Okay, so keep that in mind. And when we start talking about all these other things, these other hacks, keep that in mind. When you're off, you're not off. And if you feel yourself pulling yourself a little, going towards some edging behavior, going towards some of that old sort of entitlement you know, maybe even feeling a little bit of wildness or freedom because of your schedule change or because of your vacation or because school's done and you're done with exams, whatever it is. Remind yourself when you're off, you're not off. Okay, number two, be intentional with friends, getting together with other guys. Now, why is this important? There's something about the summer where schedules go out the window. Uh, you, you know, a lot of times if you're in a small group at a church, hey, we take the summers off because people travel, people go out of town, right? Uh, if you're in a, if you have a, you know, a group that you're hang out with at college and you're out, you're home for this, the summer, you don't have that group. You don't have that built-in sort of friendship and accountability, uh, there's all sorts of things like that. For some reason, summer, we generally take breaks from organized activities. So for us, those who are committed to being porn free, we have to take the responsibility of being intentional. So if you don't have a lot of things that you're doing in the week, like you normally do, where you're connecting with people, you need to create those opportunities. So start looking at your calendar and going, am I getting together with anyone this week where I'm going to have a significant conversation or where I'm just going to connect on a friendship level? If you're not, if you don't have that in place, you need to make at least one of those appointments a week through the rest of the summer. Because what happens if you don't have those places of connection, both just, you know, being, you know, hanging out, um, just doing life with people and also some of those recovery relationships where you can talk about, where you can check in. If you don't have those things, it, it's really easy to get isolated. And believe me, if you don't have, if you don't have something this week scheduled, 
and you go all this week scheduled and and for some reason next week you don't have anything scheduled that means you're going to go three weeks without any check-in or without a lot of connection and that's a really hard time if you're committed to being porn free so if you have an accountability partner or if you're in a group a support group a recovery group um, make it a top priority in summer to be connected and if you if your groups take off then form your own group or have an informal meeting for six weeks uh, we did this at uh, when I living waters you know when when you're not off you're, when you're off you're not off uh, one time uh, I had or several times we had men's small groups that just kept meeting over the summer they we had, we were done with our program we were done for the year in April or May and these guys were just like hey we're getting a lot out of this we're getting a lot out of the connection we're gonna keep meeting through August because we don't want to we don't want to throw out all this work that we've done this year in recovery by acting out all summer and getting isolated. So, I, you know, form a group. I, I Some of the best groups I've been on in terms of recovery have been over the summer. And it's for this very reason. A lot of people are looking around, they don't have anything in place, and they're, they're open. Now, people go out of town, that's true. You might have guys who miss one week or another. But if you've got a couple buddies and they're kind of all in the same boat with recovery, Say, hey, let's get together on Wednesday nights from now until August, you know, and if we can't meet one week, fine, but let's meet seven out of the eight weeks because you don't have unlimited vacation. So be intentional with friends. All right. The next one is a little hack for the beach or the pool. Now, if you're like me, when you go to the beach or the pool, sometimes you, you struggle with sort of a wandering eye. Okay. Now, I'm also nearsighted and I wear glasses. And what I've found, a really simple thing, and it's, you know, it's not safe if you have some big visual impairment, but if you're nearsighted or you can kind of get along without your glasses, keep your glasses in your locker, in the bag, in the car. Um, and then just whoever you're with, if you're with your kids, if you're with your wife, just focus on them. Be close to them. Uh, don't get too far away. Um, you know, if your kids are in the, the water, jump in the water with them. Stay close so that you can see them. Um, but just keeping your glasses off just really kind of blurs the edges a little bit. Literally, it blurs the edges. You can't quite, you know, focus on other people around. And I know that sounds a little childish and a little stupid, but I first noticed it um, a couple years ago at the pool um, that, you know, I was taking my glasses off when I was getting in the water anyway. And I realized when I got out of the water, uh, there wasn't a real need to put my glasses back on. Because, and, and when I did, I was much more aware of, you know, the bikinis and some, you know, I, I live in a community with a lot of Europeans and they don't nude sunbathe, but their, their, their swimsuits are very revealing and they do a lot of active tanning. So it just became easier to, you know, the woman a couple chairs down from me all of a sudden isn't quite in focus and I'm not quite focused on whatever she's doing with their suntan lotion. So 
leave the glasses in the bag if it's safe for you uh, when you're at the beach or the pool. It's just a real simple thing you can do. All right, so let's let's review. When you're not when you're off, you're not off. Be intentional with friends. Uh, ditch the glasses at the beach or the pool. Okay, so we're talking a lot about time um, and your schedule. Now that's one thing that changes whenever you have a holiday, whenever you have a vacation, or whenever you're off off work, off of school. Um, you have a lot of time, you have a lot of unaccountable time, and that's where you can really get into trouble. So step one, number four here, is um, block time. This is where you look at your schedule for the week and you go, what am I going to do this week? What would an ideal week look like for me? What are the things I need to accomplish? Do I have any of those intentional friend meetings that I've set up? Uh, Are there any things that I need to accomplish, like a project? Uh, Is there any other types of things that I need to do? Block your time. Block as much of your time as possible. You know, if you're going to go to Starbucks in the morning, put a block on it. If you're going to clean the garage and the gutters, put a block on it. Block out as much time as you can. And the more that you're struggling, the more that you've recently relapsed or you're really kind of in a vulnerable place, the more structure you need. So don't be afraid to structure uh, the days and be really clear about what you want to accomplish and what you're going to be doing in each hour of the day. So you want to block your time. And, you know, you can do this. You can do this definitely for Saturdays, Fridays. If you ever have a day off of work, this is something really powerful that you can do. And it's it's crucial that you do it if, if it's been a vulnerable place for you. Now, the key to blocking time and set is, is, is getting some accountability. So number five is share your schedule. Find someone in your life, whether it's your wife whether it's a buddy, um, accountability partner, coach, whoever it is, and just be open about your schedule, what you want to accomplish this week, uh, what good things you have in your schedule, what are the things you're going to do. Um, and so you, you, know, you want to really have that kind of, so you can speak to it. And then the key is have a check-in each week and talk about what you did. So even if you don't accomplish all the things that you wanted to do with your time blocks, talk about what happened that day. Even if you blew off some time or you didn't quite do everything you wanted, be accountable for what happened on Wednesday. Um, as I said yesterday, I um, I actually had to go uh, for uh, a doctor to look at my hand and look at the x-rays and, and help you know, help with my recovery. Well, I was at a hospital for four hours yesterday. And so I didn't plan on having a four hour block of my day being at a hospital, but that's what happened. So yeah, maybe I had some other things planned to do yesterday, but I actually, you know, if someone asked me, what did you do during your day? If I talked to my wife, I could say, well, in the morning I did this, uh, and then I had this call and then I, um, sent these emails and then I went to the hospital and I was from at the hospital from 12 until four. It's just a real simple thing to be accountable for your unaccountable time. So when you're off, you're not off, be intentional with friends, set up those coffee dates, 
the beach or pool, ditch the glasses, block your time, and then share your schedule and check in throughout the summer what you're doing with your schedule. All right, number six is self-care. What you wanna make sure is you're establishing good routines, even if you're out of your normal routine. So you wanna have times to work out, drink water, eat right, go to bed on time. Now, those seem obvious, but what happens a lot of times when we're on vacation, when we're traveling, when when we have an extended break, there's this part of us that feels a little bit like, hey, you deserve a break, a little entitled. Like just, just, you know, you don't have to work as hard today. You don't have to have routine. Routine feels like work, right? But I want you to get this through your head. Routine for you in recovery, for me, is self-care. It's a way to take care of yourself, to be the adult, to not just be the rebellious teenager who just wants to hang out and not have any um, restrictions. What you want to do is say, hey, I want to be successful this summer. So I need to create some routine. So one powerful way is, you know, creating an exercise routine, putting it back, go back to blocking time. When are you going to block time for working out? When are you going to block time for taking care of your body? Drinking water. Now we get dehydrated in the summer and there's a lot of uh, connection between hydration and mood and energy and, and how we feel. So drink water. Make sure that's in there. You don't have to block that in your schedule, but put that in. Eat right. Um, this, this is, uh, I think, more about vacation. You ever, you ever go on a vacation, like a cruise or something, and you're eating like five meals a day, like you're kind of like just going crazy, like prime rib for dinner every night. Don't change your 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 eating uh, for for a vacation. Don't get crazy. I mean, sure, you can have a nice meal here and there, but try to keep some routine because when you start overeating or over drinking, then you start um, that that excess starts rolling over into other areas of your life. Uh, for example, if you're overeating one night and over drinking and then you're staying up late, it just has a, an effect where if you get on your computer, you haven't been setting any boundaries with yourself. So it becomes really hard at the end of a late night of eating and drinking to go, I'm going to make a good decision about porn. I mean, I overate tonight and I drank a little too much and it's late but now I'm gonna make a good decision about being porn free. You see what I'm saying? Once you start making a lot of, um, going out of your routine, once you start getting crazy, it's hard to pull it back in, in just one area of your life. So be careful that over the summer, you don't just let yourself go. And even on a vacation, you know, set aside a little routine, set aside a little self-care, you know, and, and it's not just uh, working out and stuff like that. I know some people travel with family and family can be stressful. So what are you going to do on vacation to get some alone time to just detox a little bit or, or decompress? Maybe detox isn't the right word. Maybe it's not that unhealthy of a family. Maybe you just need a little alone time to recharge. What could you do? If you're in a hotel with your family, could you go for a walk for 30 minutes? 
could you uh, head on down to the business center and check your email or whatever whatever could be something that would allow you to recharge could you get on the treadmill at the at the hotel uh, for 30 minutes something like that think about what are the things you can do for self-care and how can you keep routines even when you're off work or off your normal uh, schedule all right so when you're off you're not off be intentional with friends peach or peach beach or pool ditch the glasses block your time share your schedule self-care 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 keep a routine go to bed on time drink water work out eat right all right number seven is plan your vacation now in episode five pornfreeradio.com slash five it was a whole episode about porn free travel tips it's it's about planning hotels trip planning Take a look at that if you're going on a significant trip this summer. Even if you're going with your wife, even if you're going with your kids, just do a little trip planning. Think through the vacation. Think, are there going to be any things that are going to be vulnerable? Are there going to be any any places um, that are unsafe for you to go to? Are there going to be any things that could possibly be threats to you being porn free? Think through those things before your trip. Now, especially if you have to travel on your own this summer. If you're going on a trip alone or you're traveling with friends, uh, maybe you're not married, uh, or maybe you're going to a beach house or you're going to some vacation spot, think through your vacation and really be clear. So even if you're not blocked, let's say let's say that you just have a summer where you have a week off from work and and you're gonna go to a cottage or a lake house. Block that time. Get really serious about the schedule for that week. Do the self-care. Like, do those things for that week. Like, maybe it's not practical for you to do this all summer because you're really not off work that much and it's this isn't a big problem. But do that for your trip. Hey, and I know there's guys who go on trips who don't have any problems at all with porn. They, um, you know, they're with family, they're feeling connected, they're doing fun activities, there's a lot of excitement. So porn is like the last thing they're thinking about. That's awesome. If that's you, that's great. But still think through the trip. Uh, Because if you don't think through the trip, you might get... uh, you might get caught in something. And I'll give you a couple of examples from recent trips from for, for me. Uh, I told a story about a trip I went to Mexico with my wife a couple of years ago. We stayed at a hotel uh, that was like an adults-only hotel. Not, in a, not a seedy adults-only hotel, but just they didn't have children there. So my wife turns on the TV five minutes after we're in the room. She clicks channel down and she's seeing hardcore porn. They just had three channels of unscrambled porn. Now, if I didn't have a plan, if I wasn't able to talk to her about that and 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 check in with people and a travel plan, a general travel plan that I have for hotels, I guarantee that there would be a time where she would have gone to the pool or would have gone on a little you know trip into town to buy you know some knickknacks where I would have been alone with that TV and I could have had hours of, of unaccountable time. 
Okay. Now this is a tr- this is a trip with my wife to celebrate our fifteenth anniversary. But without a plan, without that communication, without sort of that commitment, it could have easily gone right out the window. And I didn't expect that TV to have that porn on it. Right? It was a total surprise. So you can, you know, even in your best self, your best intentions, you can still be in a a challenging situation while traveling. So you want to keep that in mind. You want to keep that in mind. Uh, I'll tell you another example. We went on a family vacation just uh, uh, around spring, April. uh, And we went and we stayed in a log cabin cottage type thing in the mountains. Well, I mean, it had internet. It had uh, satellite TV. You know, if I didn't have a plan for how I was going to handle my devices, if I didn't have a plan for TV uh, on vacation, it could have got me in trouble. So think through your vacation, think through the times, think through what are the threats to sobriety, what are the threats to being porn free. Put that in your plan. Go back and listen to that trip planning episode. And believe me, if you have to travel at all for work, listen to that trip planning episode. Make a trip plan every time you travel and share it with your accountability partner or your buddy. All right. All right, let's get to number eight. Now, for years, there's been this popular thing. And if you're not a, in the faith community, you, you might not have heard it. But it's, it's this idea of bouncing your eyes. And it goes back to this idea. You see a hot girl, right, that you're kind of wanting to, to lust after. And you, you kind of look at her and then you bounce your eyes away like it's kryptonite, right? Bounce, 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 right? So you walk. Through, so if you're at the theme, if you're at Great America or Disney World and you're in line at the roller coaster and there's all these tank tops walking around and, and you know, short shorts, your, your eyes are bouncing around like a pinball, right? Bounce, 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 bounce. So that's been the, that's been the prescription for about 15 years. I think it came from, um, this book called Every Man's Battle by Stephen Arterburn. And I can't remember the other author's name, but, but you know, I, I get where these guys are coming from. This is kind of like training yourself to, you know, to, to use your eyes appropriately and not to fantasize about every woman who crosses your path. Except the thing is, is what, what this kind of does in my estimation, what this did for me was it made women, specifically women I was attracted to completely unsafe, right? So if there was a woman at the checkout line who had cleavage, I'd be bouncing my eyes away from her. And it was almost like, you know, it's almost like boobs, danger, right? I'd see boobs and I'd be like, danger, danger, right? Unsafe, unsafe. And so I started going, whenever I'd be in situations like the pool or, and I, I know I just talked about, you know, taking your glasses off. This, this maybe sounds like it's going in a different direction, but here's the thing. I, I'd be in situations where I was attracted to people or a person and I needed to interact with them. I needed to like, check out of the checkout line, or I needed to have a meeting at work with this person. And where am I supposed to bounce my eyes when I'm in a a meeting for an hour, right? It's like, I need something that's more meaningful where I can 
see someone I'm attracted to, but not in my head uh, associate her with danger, okay, or him, you know, depending on who you're attracted to. So a friend of mine who's a huge recovery guy, he's kind of my Yoda, I talk about him all the time, his name's John. He told me about something he did, and I started doing it, and it's been really helpful. And what it is, is you focus on whoever it is that you're drawn to. You focus on their eyes. Okay, so you make eye contact. Now, not uncomfortable eye contact, but you, you really focus on their eyes. And, and you do that. And it doesn't matter if they're looking at you or not. If, they, if, they, if they're uh, bent over or if they're... Um, uh, if they have their back to you and you might be, you know, you might sort of want to fantasize or look at their shape or look at, look at them, go to the spot in their head where their eyes are, right? Just get your gaze up to where the head is, where, where the eye, the eye level is and just focus on that. And I, I've been doing that for several years and it's super helpful. Because there are these times where you have to check out at the checkout counter, where you have to have a meeting with someone who you're attracted to, and you can't spend your whole time bouncing your eyes, going danger, danger, danger. And even more than eye contact, if you can, if it's appropriate, and I'm saying this in an appropriate way, in a boundaried way. Be friendly, be open, you know, say hi, have a conversation. Because if you can connect and just talk and just be a person and maintain eye contact, you have an opportunity to see this person who's across from you as not boobs and butt or whatever, whatever her shape is, whatever her body parts are, you can see her as a person. Now, this has to be boundaried. Some of us have struggled with infidelity and other types of things. So you can't, this isn't a, a license to, to be um, out of control or to be trying to pick their pocket, trying to, trying to get something from them. But this idea of connecting, looking at the person across from you, seeing them as a person, making eye contact, it can be much more powerful than this pinball thing where we're bouncing our eyes. Now, sometimes we have to bounce our eyes. Sometimes there's something that is just, you know, really triggering and we just have to, you know, bounce our eyes away from it. Now, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of bouncing your eyes from anything that uh, is like pornography. If you see uh, magazines behind a counter, uh, if you see a billboard with a, a sexy woman on a strip pole or something like that, bounce your eyes for sure. Bounce your eyes. But if it's a real person, if it's a real person, try this thing, you know, focus on their eyes, focus on them as a person, connect, be open, uh, be friendly. Okay. All right. So we're coming to the end here. So when you're off, you're not off, be intentional with friends at the beach or pool, ditch the glasses, block your time, share your schedule, take care of yourself, self-care. Uh, plan your vacation, do trip planning, make eye contact. Don't just bounce your eyes, but make eye contact. Uh, see the other person as a person. Uh, 
All right, number nine. Here's one. Come up with a reading goal for the summer, right? Like, don't just uh, don't just do everything you do over the summer shouldn't be on a screen, okay? Or, you know, entertainment-wise, you know, like try to try to read. You know, summer is a great time to read. Here's a couple of goals. Have have a have a goal for fiction. Read two fiction books this summer. That's not that much. Much you got ninety days. Read read a couple of fiction books just for fun. Give yourself a little bit of pleasure this summer, in the sense of like, hey, it's summer. Uh, you know, read something fun. Okay, read a mystery. Read something uh, that kind of is a page turner. Whatever it is, do something fun. Read a uh, read a fiction book. Couple of fiction books. Okay. But hey, add in one or two recovery uh, or self-help or spiritual books, okay? Now, here's the key. You don't have to read them if you don't want. You can listen to them on tape. Get an audio book. My library has all these audio books that you can listen to. And so if you're an audio guy, like if you like podcasts, get an audio book. Listen to audios. And just block that in your schedule. Back to blocking time. Block your time and put some book time in your schedule. Especially if you're traveling. If you're on a vacation. I mean, that you might do it naturally. But block some time for it. Make sure that you have time to read when you're on vacation. Okay? Alright, so when you're off, you're not off. Be intentional with friends at the beach or pool. Ditch the glasses. Block your time. Share your schedule. Take care of yourself plan your vacation, make eye contact, come up with some reading goals. And here's the last one. Now, I've talked about this a couple times at the beginning of the year. And you want to block a time to do some reading? The easiest time is the hour before bed. And the habit that you can create, the little hack that you can do is creating an Amish hour. And I learned this from Neville Medora, who's a copywriter and an internet marketer. And he does this thing, and I've done it too, and, and um, it's a great habit. It's an hour before bed, ditch the screens, ditch the TV, ditch the electronics, you know, ditch the podcast, as hard as it is for me to say, don't listen to the porn-free radio, and have an Amish hour, meaning do things that are reflective or involve reading and don't involve any sorts of electronics or dependent on electronics. So ditch Facebook and social media and spend your last hour of the day in silence um, just doing things like reading or journaling, writing, um, those types of things. And, you know, reading is a great thing. Now, I have made an exception in my Amish hour. I do use the Kindle Paperwhite during the Amish hour. I know, I know you're going to kick me out of the, you know, the Amish uh, community because of that. But I, uh, I, I've made a decision. I, and I, don't, I haven't really listened to books on tape during the Amish hour. I, folk, I do that at other times. So um, during Amish hour, I like to keep it very uh, focused on just unplugging. And so, you know, unplug at the end of the night. And that can be a great uh, signal for your body that, that when you do the Amish hour and then you, you're committed to going to bed after the Amish hour. Um, 
that basically cuts off this, this option of getting on the computer late or rolling over and clicking on your smartphone, all those kinds of activities. When you do the Amish hour well, really are off the table. And how many of us get in trouble late at night because we get on our smartphone or because we didn't get off the computer in time uh, before the fatigue set in and then we started making bad decisions? So, so committing to an Amish hour can be really powerful. So that's it, man. That's the top 10 porn-free hacks for summer. When you're off, you're not off. Be intentional with your friends and your accountability partners. At the beach or pool, ditch the glasses. Block your time. Share your schedule. Take care of yourself. Do the things you need to do. Work out. Create routines. Drink water. Eat right. Go to bed on time. Plan your vacation. Do trip planning. Go to pornfreeradio.com slash five for travel, hotel tips, and trip planning. And then number eight, don't just bounce your eyes with real people. Make eye contact. Look for the eyes. Always look for the eyes. Let your gaze go up to the eyes. Don't just focus on body parts. Focus on eyes. Make some connection. Talk. Break the isolation. Don't just stay in the fantasy world. Be real. Be a real person. Be courteous. Be caring. Uh, Be open. Okay? Bounce your eyes with billboards, though. Bounce your eyes with porn. You know, definitely you see something that you're not supposed to be looking at, bounce away. But when it's a real person, focus on trying to make connection or at least recognizing that they're a real person. Number nine, come up with a reading goal. Do two fiction books. Do two nonfiction recovery, self-help, spiritual books this summer. Uh, That's a great goal. And finally, 10, when you get to the end of your day, shut down the screens, power them off, do an Amish hour. Do an Amish hour. Spend the last hour of your day in silence, reading, reflecting, journaling. All right? So that's it, man. Go out and go out and really um, uh, own your summer. Don't let the summer control you. Don't let this feeling of entitlement or letting your guard down totally screw up your recovery. All right, so that's all the time we have. I wanted to remind you that next week, that's next week. It's a special episode, and I'm club clubbing around with my club hand here to see what the date is. Next week, June 6th, uh, we will have Hope Ray uh, coming back to answer questions about partners, wives, and girlfriends. And we've been getting some questions. And so we will be answering those questions on June 6th, the special episode. So if you, I've heard, I've gotten tons of great feedback about Hope's visit last month. And you know, as I said, she's coming back June 6th and I'm super excited. So if your partner got a chance to listen to that old show, that show from May, definitely remind her that June 6th, Hope Ray comes back and we'll be doing another episode. Well, that's all the time I have today. If you want the show notes for this episode, go to pornfreeradio.com slash 73, pornfreeradio.com slash 73. Feel free to leave a comment, question, or whatever. Or if you have a porn-free hack for summer, please share it there. 
Uh, I'd love to know more ideas of what you're doing to protect yourself this summer. And one more comment about coaching. If you want to be coached this summer, if you want to up your plan, up your accountability, up your game this summer, go to pornfreeradio.com slash coaching. That's pornfreeradio.com slash coaching. Fill out the application and I can tell you about my special three-month summer package for new uh, clients that's starting as soon as next week. So go to pornfreeradio.com slash coaching for more information. All right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have today. I want to thank you for listening. And hey, have an awesome summer. And until next time, take hope and take action. Be good. Thanks for listening to Porn Free Radio at pornfreeradio.com. To work with Matt one-on-one, go to pornfreeradio.com forward slash coaching and help us get the word out by subscribing to Porn Free Radio in iTunes and leaving a rating and review.